Do you know what time it is? It's that time again with Cindy Gern, who has the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Cindy Gern of the Workforce Show and the special edition of My View. And today I have a guest that is absolutely impressing me beyond words, uh, Asad Tahar. And uh, he is, believe it or not, uh, he's a doctor, Dr. Asad Tahar, but he's a PhD and he has credentials after his his PhD, and I'll ask him about that in a second. Uh, he's a futurist, and that's what we're going to spend a lot of time on, because we were talking earlier about the uh, future of of education and of, of health care, and he can talk about that. And he's a, an advisor to S4 Solutions. Welcome to Ha. Thank you very much. Welcome, uh, Assad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cindy, for giving me the opportunity to be in your show. Uh, I really highly appreciate that. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, to having a conversation with you because a lot of things that we were discussing really are important to our way of thinking about work in the United States. I mean, I know you're a globalist and you, you have a picture of the world, a much broader picture of the world, uh, and, and you don't think that it's enough to be skilled in any one technology, that people have to think globally and, and think actually broadly uh, about the future of work, right? Yeah, thank you very much I, I, yeah, for uh, the introduction and reflecting some of my views. I believe that we need to make the balance between specialization and looking for the big picture, looking for the systems and looking for the ecosystem, at the same time building talent that capable to do the job. Mm. So talent can come in many forms and from many directions, but your ecosystem, as you call it, includes uh, includes work but for sure, but includes the social contract that uh, an organization, a company, a country has. It includes everything from healthcare and policy to uh, you name it. You know, economics. It's all part of the ecosystem, and you think that. It's important for, for everybody and for people to, to know about the ecosystem and to communicate with people in different ecosystems, right? Yeah, that is true. And uh, one of the challenges that uh, most of the organization uh, that uh, work in uh, educational system uh, work in silos, and they act as they uh, exist in vacuum. The reality is that all the organizations are connected. All sectors are uh, interconnected. And uh, this is require uh, a coordination between the bigger system dynamic and uh, creating at least uh, the minimal uh, unifying vision for the whole country in the United States and how 
to strategically position United States. United States is not built on resources only, but it's built in uh, talent and intellectual capability, the ability to produce knowledge and uh, uh, knowledge that very disruptive to the world. And we can look and we can uh, narrate uh, a lot of uh, disruptive uh, technology. Uh, it is core in United States and it impacts the whole humanity. So focusing in investment of the country as a whole uh, in a form of private-public partnership, public-public uh, partnership, and private-private uh, partnership to invest in our talent here in the United States. So that's interesting. Um, to begin with, uh, in this 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 global, I'll, I'll say countrywide because we'll touch on global, but for now let's focus on just our country. Uh, the United States. What is 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 it like creating a, a strategic plan? Uh, is it a country has will have a strategic plan and all the players are part of that plan? I I believe we need more a vision than a plan okay. because we have a different cycle of administration and unfortunately, when there is changes in a different administration, we pass through a cycle of construction and destruction. Mm. So every administrative, admis different administration come with its, its own strategic plan. But uh, I believe that our road could be different, but our destiny need to be unified. And this is what is called the vision. So we need to uh, uh, recognize our diversity, but at the same time, we need to have a very unified vision. One of the things that I wasn't able to recognize in the United States, being able to work in a different uh, country across multiple continents, I didn't find uh, a long-term strategic plan, like 20 25 years strategic plan. You didn't find it? I didn't find it. Okay. I, and I didn't find 100 years, one century strategic plan. Mm -hmm. uh, you find that every uh, administration comes with its own agenda. And usually the agenda is very pragmatic and tactical, not considering uh, a, a long-term impact. Uh -huh. And I believe that, yes, we can have a different uh, administration. They have different approach. But at least we need to have the minimum agreed vision that everybody would like here in the United States with a different background. This is the core of the United States. So, so I, I'm taking liberties with what you're saying, but is it... Uh, the opposite of what you're you're envisioning, this uh, the silo. Everybody like every every effort, every group has their own agenda, and everybody is trying to get heard and make their agenda uh, the primary one. Yeah, we cannot element the agenda. We are different. We have different beliefs, uh -huh. and we have different views. But at the same time, we need to have the minimum agree uh, agreeable. Uh, social contract and vision for the country. So this is lacking and this is create a lot of waste of system because you find uh, a fighting forces, uh, a negative dynamic. And I like the, uh, 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 the concept, the Chinese concept, the yin and yang, which in, uh, in which uh, the darkness uh, is uh, complementary to the light. So uh, uh, sometimes we could be opposite to each other, but complementary to each other. So if we consider such type of concept, and I'm not sure if reco I recall it properly, but it's uh, talking, talking about the concept that, yes, we can be different, but at the same time, we need to exist together in a one, uh, you know. So how, how does one start doing that? I mean, just out of, out of curiosity. I mean, that sounds, I mean, you're talking about a vision, and I mean, we've all done visioning in a small 
team and a small group of how do we vision as a country? I believe that we need to think about a new social contract. And reaching a new social contract in the country need uh, openness. Right now, we are so highly polarized in the United States. And this is uh, polarization impact the dialogue between the different parties, uh, between different uh, sector of the community. Even uh, we have a fighting interest in uh, in the economic field. Uh, we have, uh, and it is okay, everybody to compete for it is own agenda. But we need to, as I retain back, we need to to start a dialogue at the grassroots level, at uh, the top level. How we can create a, a level field. Uh, create a long-term vision for the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, we agree that, yes, we respect our differences, but we have a common unifying vision for the country. And I don't want to move so uh, 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 away from, uh, the, you know, from the workforce. I believe the core of that is the workforce. And I believe that right terminology is not the workforce. It is the talent, you know, as you're aware. The talent, hist- right, right. Yeah, the history of they are just a workforce. Mm-hmm. They are just right. more hand. But it is investing in the talent. And what we do need to be human-centered. And right now, everybody... This important thing is a human-centered talent. Yeah, and human-centeredness. And not only uh, human-centered uh, talent, but human-centered policies... Uh, human-centered educational system, human-centered uh, technology. Uh, the core of the country, as I mentioned, uh, it is the human asset in the United States. The human asset in the United States is very valuable not only for your United States, it is for the globe. And also all those disruptive uh, technology behind them are human beings. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes human beings, right? <laughs> all these beings are there. So tell me how. Let me just give me an idea. So, so you're head. You're the the person convening this countrywide group of people to begin the envisioning uh, visioning process. What what would be the first thing you would do, and who would you have at the table? Uh uh, we cannot talk about this to- uh, topic without talking uh, about politics, despite we are talking okay. about the talent. Right. But it is against my right. vision that it is a big ecosystem. We need to understand that politics is interconnected to technology, interconnected to economy, in- interconnected to the society. I believe that we need to go back to the founder uh, father. Uh, looking for United States. It is uh, a country of equal uh, opportunity. It is a country that gives everybody the opportunity to realize his vision. This is, ve- is foundational. But at the same time, we need uh, to look for the bigger picture, how the personal vision fit in the bigger vision, and how we agree in the minimum acceptable core values as a country. We need to make sure that everybody on the table and we need to go beyond the classical parties, Republican and Democrat. There is a lot of actor, there is a lot of uh, social asset need to be mobilized from the uh, religious sector up to the uh, civic organization. This is need to have, uh, they need to have a seat in the table. And right now people, uh, sometimes they become very passive uh, in uh, passive the, or very active, it seems. Uh, yeah, it's more more passive. More passive. Uh, passive in their <laughs> fulfillment of their civic obligation. Mm-hmm. You find that the participation yeah. in the election is very low. 
because mm. they feel that DC and we are in Washington DC, Greater Washington DC, it is a, a game for other players and they don't have a seat on the table and they feel that they are the menu. And as uh, and the non say, if you don't have a seat at, uh, in the table, be sure that you are uh, part of the menu. Yeah. So we need to make sure that uh, uh, look for ruler in the United States. We need to recognize that people uh, in the ruler area, we need to engage them. We need to listen to their uh, voices. I, uh, I would not be accurate if I, I, I said that my recipe is an accurate recipe for the solution because this is, uh, again, is the idea of looking for all uh, visions, looking for human contribution, looking for the different perspective. But I believe that starting to talk about the topic, how we visualize the United States in the coming 25 years. Despite that, we can have different uh, administration different cycle of administration. How to make sure that we don't have the current cycle of construction, destruction, construction, destruction between the different parties. And this is impact the whole uh, uh, strategies uh, in health sector, in the academic sector, and impact the whole country uh, regulation because every party have his own vision and sometimes it is in the extreme right or in the extreme uh, left. We need to bring the people in the middle. Okay. This is within the interest of uh, educational system because it is uh, foundational in creating the needed talent and creating job opportunity, how we look for the economy, mm -hmm. how we make sure that there is a level field. At the same time, we need to recognize and reward people who, uh, you know, uh, working hard. Yeah. yeah it, it occurred to me as you were talking that uh, dissension and fragmentation and people all over the board creates an opportunity for negative dark side dark dark forces to get in and, and destruct and create destructive uh, destructive visions, if, if you will, of, the, of our country. Is that true? Unfortunately, if you listen to the media, you find that uh, there is a lot of uh, voices that are so dark and very negatively. And it is in both sides. It is not only they are in both sides. They are not only in, in the right or in the left. Right. And you find that the voice that try to bring the people in, uh, uh, in the middle are very low. Uh, their participation, they have low participation mm. in bringing people together. But, you know, I, I'm not, I, I totally agree, and I'm so enthralled with what you're saying, but uh, playing the devil's advocate, as, as I am one to do, you have, uh, you have, you don't have harmony. You're looking for harmony. The yin and the yang for, represents harmony. Is that right? Uh, uh, harmony, it could, I'm not sure if it is the right terminology, because harmony, it means that we are all uh, the same, which is not the, tru the, uh, oh, no, the no, truth. Right. It is we are very mm -hmm. diverse. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that we need to use the word or a synergism, synchronization. Mm -hmm. We need to have a synergy in the system or synchronization. We act, maybe we act in a different way, but in synchronization with each other. We act in a different way, but all of us play uh, 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 an amplifier role in achieving our vision. Just a second. We're going to have a word from our sponsor, and uh, and we'll come back to you in, in just a minute. I want to give a shout-out to Fairfax City Gov uh, right now because they have been loyal fans of ours for over a year. It's a small city, and it's in the 
middle of a large urban area of George Mason, Fairfax County, and uh, there's just a small city that has a lot of personality, and it's a great place to grow a business and, and grow a family in the houses. So look them up. They're, you're going to like it. So it's fairfaxcity.gov. Because our society in our country is so polarized, and, and it's and so going back to your early, you know, founding fathers, uh, as the founding fathers were alive today and and looking over us, and they're saying, "I don't understand this world. I don't. I know it's foreign to me." Is it because everybody looked the same, and for the majority, major, you know, there were other people, but. But by far, the, all the people looked the same, and, and therefore they shared the same values. Uh, was that one of the issues, or is it more, it can be more contemporary and be everybody not look the same but have different uh, values? Uh, the challenge is that we don't have the minimum agreement. Uh, 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 we, ha- we are very diverse from each other. Mm-hmm. We are very aggressive in representing our uh, perspective. And we go uh, deep in, you know, the anonymity. People are look, uh, you know, very aggressive in repre- uh, representing their perspective. Uh, they are in extreme left or extreme right, which provides the opportunity to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, our voices uh, are very loud, but our listening capability is is very uh, low. No. <laughs> so as much you raise your voice, the listening go down. Okay, so so everybody can keep their voices soft. Angry voices. <laughs> and angry voices, and we can reach some sort of consensus for the start of visioning. To, so from that end, you said that work, workforce or talent is very important to to uh, creating a, a vision of our, of our country. Can you explain how talent is important today and what you would envision Envision. I'm already using that term. Envisioning for talent. Yeah, uh, as we mentioned that uh, uh, the core asset of the United States it is uh, it is talent, human talent, and this is our core investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, resources, natural resources, uh, can be depleted with the time, can be consumed or overutilized. Uh, it can be impacted with a lot of external environment, but uh, the talent and uh, the capability to be creative, to be innovative, it is a human uh, feature that cannot be replaced by any artificial intelligence, by any uh, uh, non-human algorithm or non-human capability. Even the artificial intelligence behind it, human beings that develop the the artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence. Behind the artificial intelligence, uh, evolution will be human being. So uh, the human being is the core. And we need to invest in human being. Uh, the investment in human being, it goes beyond of physical well-being. Right now, we face a lot of challenges in the United States because of the mental health. Uh, the, uh, I'm not sure of the statistic. I look for it. Several uh, weeks ago, in uh, one of the events that I participated on it, but I guess ev- uh, uh, everyone from five Americans uh, experience every year a mental health uh, incidence. So this is impact. It means that uh, the well-being uh, need to be a, a broader uh, uh, umbrella or an overarching uh, thinking. Well-being it is psychological well-being, it is physical well-being and social well-being. 
And usually here, uh, the, uh, the focus on the social well-being is very low. And social well-being, when right now they, uh, they classify loneliness as a chronic disease. So there is an issue of uh, creating the social connection. We are social creatures. Uh, we need to connect uh, uh, with other people with different perspectives. So uh, uh, we need to think about loneliness as a chronic disease. How we mitigate that? If we think about that, it is means that our social being. You can find here United States people have good relation with their uh, pets, their dogs and cats more <laughs> more than <laughs> well, their neighbors. Here, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and this is uh, represent, and you can see that there is uh, a need for emo- uh, uh, emotional support uh, animals. Why for? Because people they uh, as we advance in technology, we go so far, we neglect the core of uh, our civilization. The core of our civilization is to able to interact socially with other. Uh, individuals. Okay. Uh, you said that uh, you were talking about the health uh, health care field or, or segmentation of health care and mental health, of course, is, is in uh, health care as well. So what would you do? What can you say about our health care uh, profession and our health care industry and, and segment of our country? Yes. Uh, one of the things that we need to uh, even to push back on the term of healthcare, we need to think about population health. And when we talk about population health, we talk about uh, all these uh, elements like uh, uh, social well-being, um, uh, uh, psychological well-being. Because when we talk about healthcare, we talk about curative medicine. We talk about people who reach the level that they need to go to the hospital or the clinic, mm-hmm. which is very ex- uh, expensive. So uh, uh, we need to think, because this is the treatment level. Uh, you are in a, a desperate situation, you need to go to the hospital, which is very expensive. But if we focus in creating the legislation and uh, promote the healthy life uh, uh, living and prevention, we will reduce the cost uh, of health care. Uh, the challenge that we, Im- because there is, uh, you know, you find that the focus too much in the health care service because right now it is where there is a money. Yeah, and you can find that the, the different lobbyists focus on the healthcare service. Mm-hmm. Few people uh, focus or decision maker focus on population health. Uh, it is a low cost and have a high impact. I usually use the term value for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually people on in the business sector use return of investment, mm-hmm. which is the ROI. So if we focus on the concept of value for money, we make sure that we take the decision in a very evidence-based. Our decision need to make sure uh, equity. Our decision n- need to make sure it is cost-effective, cost-efficient, and uh, uh, we need to make sure that it is economic. So investment in the healthcare, it is not the best uh, scenario. We need to invest in population health, in uh, in uh, the required uh, legislation like uh, the calorie in soda drinks. We put the legula- uh, you know limit for them. We need to make sure it is presented in every uh, restaurant and so on. Uh, this is about uh, having the rule and regulation. Promotion is making sure that we promote a healthy. Uh, lifestyle. Prevention, it means that we take a, a preventive step. 
we prevent people to go to the hospital. And by the way, healthcare is one, uh, any healthcare facility is one of the dangerous facilities that you visit. Because if you went there with a disease, there is a high possibility that you acquire another, we call, uh, we call uh, it nosocomial infection mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. nosocomial uh, inf- uh, disease or electronic disease. You acquire a new disease. Mm-hmm. For example, I visit uh, a, a health facility uh, complaining from diabetes. I touch uh, the door knobs. I go, I go out with, you know, infectious disease like uh, pneumonia mm-hmm. or other diseases, mm-hmm. which have a huge uh, mm-hmm. implication. Yeah. And this is, it means that uh, we increase the morbidity and mortality, which affects the macroeconomy. What I'm trying to, to link between the bigger picture and the, you know, yeah, yeah and the micro picture. Well, I can see us having a very, very long and extended conversation about all the all the parts of of, of your visiting and healthcare is is one of your your topics that you're very serious about. Uh, we're we're almost out of time, and I hate to say this, but we are almost out of time. And I wanted to find out a little bit about you uh, before before it ends. So you you came from Su- the Sudan in Africa. Yes, uh, I am a migrant from uh, an African country. Yeah, uh, it is Sudan. <laughs> Sudan. And as any uh, immigrant, I have uh, a long story and a lot of things to tell. Maybe uh, we are at the end of the show. Uh, but I, I am very proud to be here in the United States. I get the opportunity uh, uh, with my family uh, to contribute to this country vision. And uh, everybody uh, you know, uh, outside the United States envy the people in the United States. They still do, even though we <laughs> Despite the current, you know, despite the, the, the current, current, current. And that's why everybody, we, we believe that uh, <laughs> okay. the prosperity of the United States right. is the center of the global because prosperity. Because we can talk about it. And, and one last thing, uh, you know, the jobs of the future. We're very concerned about you know, the talent and talent of the future. Everything you've said leads one to believe that the one of the one of the jobs of the future, one of the talent needs of the future, is somebody or people who can collaborate and bring uh, disparate voices together. Is that right? Yes. Uh, one of the challenges right now in the educational system becomes so specialized, and mm-hmm. this is jeopardize uh, the people to think in the bigger picture. Uh, right now, uh, our issues are very complex require multi-sectoral perspective. Mm. Sometimes it requires a transdisciplinary solution. And this means that uh, every uh, partitioner or uh, talent need to be aware at least with the minimum in the other uh, body of knowledge uh, or sector to be able to generate a transdisciplinary solution uh, utilizing uh, a multi-sectoral experience and uh, a multi-sectoral body of knowledge, which we lack right now. Also, one of the challenges is that we, we, we graduate talent, but we don't graduate talents that can work in team and teams of, uh, of teams. This is the challenge here. We create the silo from the educational system. If we are capable to build such type of soft skills, how you can work within a team, how you, and I will not say a group, with a team, to acquire these team skills, to be able, if you are in a university, uh, uh, and you are studying uh, business administration, you, look, you need to look for your colleague at the IT uh, uh, faculty and to create a startup. You can see all the successful startup 
there is two wing somebody entrepreneur knows the business and there is somebody considered the chief uh, innovation officer it means that uh, it is a multi-sectoral approach for startup and business and small business so we need a broader picture uh, system thinking uh, ecosystem system of systems and system in system. Well, with that, we are going to end this conversation. It's Dr. Hassad Taha, uh, a futurist, and uh, <laughs> you are the uh, living example of why we are. I we have to be continuously learning and and commit to that, and and we're seeing that in our country as well. Again, thank you so much. I've enjoyed very much your your, your listening to you and having this conversation. I thank you for the uh, opportunity, and also I would like to thank uh, our colleague here at the technical side. Okay, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to The Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.